This is Defenders TV Podcast, episode 108, where we are talking all about Netflix Marvel's Defenders San Diego Comic-Con trailer. Welcome back, fellow Defenders, to Defenders TV Podcast, episode 108, where whilst we weren't in San Diego Comic-Con in person, we were there absolutely in spirit for uh, the release of the trailer of Netflix Marvel's, I still can't get my head around doing it that way, around Defenders trailer, which was uh, obviously broadcast to Hall H on the Marvelous Friday, which was all things Marvel. Uh, And of course, as well, not only that, they did show the first episode of Defenders uh, as well to those lucky enough to be gathered in Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con. So all in all, an absolutely Marvelous Friday. Definitely. Definitely. And of course, I am one of your hosts, John. And I'm one of your hosts, Derek. Welcome back, fellow defenders. Welcome back, guys. Chris here. Yes, I do get carried away with things. So, yes, apologies <laughs> well, for the slight delay for introducing who we are. Admittedly, <laughs> John, as Jessica said, it's been a hard week. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we, we are suffering from technical issues. A little well. bit. A little bit. But that's all right. Welcome to us. If you haven't been with the podcast before, we do cover the Defenders. We've been covering them right back from the first episode of uh, of Daredevil. You can get all of our podcasts over on iTunes at DefendersTVPodcast.com slash iTunes or on any good podcast catcher by searching for Defenders TV Podcast. Uh, we're up at about episode 108 now. So loads and loads of content to listen to before the Defenders comes out on the 18th of August worldwide. 12 p.m. over in the U.S. on 8, 8 a.m. our time or 7 a.m. our time? I think, we're, I think we're 7 at this point now. Excellent. Yeah, 7 or 8. So Early morning, croissants and coffee. And <laughs> croissants. And the Defenders. Or uh-huh. maybe a pan of chocolate, of course. Oh, yeah. And- Absolutely. And if you haven't joined us for our beginning of our podcasts about any of the shows, we do release the first episode of the first episode review of um, the Defenders. We'll be releasing it the morning of release uh, worldwide. So we'll have it available for you as soon as you've finished watching the episode, uh, just like we have for all of the past uh, all of the past shows like Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, Daredevil and Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. Yeah. yeah. So we will be here for you when you're ready to watch the episodes. But this time, John, we're here to talk about the trailer that was shown at San Diego Comic-Con. Yes, the trailer for The Defenders, where all four of the merry men uh, come together to uh, protect New York from a threat headed by Ripley. I mean, Alexandra, <laughs> her name is. Yes. True. It's two thing, two ways I don't think Jessica Jones has ever been described as a merry or a man. So, uh, yeah. She's certainly been merry. She has <laughs> drank enough whiskey to get merry. Um, well, has um, she? We've seen the hangover, but we've never seen her in the merry mood. That's she true. Just go, she goes from hungover to really drunk, and never there's never this gap. Yeah, absolutely. She is not a merry drunk. She's more of a punchy drunk. Oh, punch drunk love. Is that what it Wasn't that a film? It was. Yes, it yeah. was. Yeah, that shows you that that's all, that's all my knowledge. I know it was a film. No idea what it's about. It was Adam Sandler's drama film. There you go. Oh, enough said about that. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Uh, absolutely. I think as well, in addition to the, um, the Defenders trailer, there was a trailer for 
Punisher that was shown at San Diego Comic-Con as well. Mm. Um, apparently showing Frank traveling the country, dealing with his opponents, which can only mean it was like Titus Andronicus with about 500 million gallons of blood involved. I would um, say so. It certainly sounds very different from the uh, New York Defenders, They've who all... really try not to spill blood. Yeah, apart from um, Luke Cage, who did go on a trip to uh, outside, up to his hometown in, in Luke Cage, and Iron Fist, who went to a set dressed like China, um, <laughs> most, of, most of the Defenders have stayed in New York, really, haven't they? Wait, can um, we, but we know that that, that that set dressed as China was New York. Well, let's it all was. be brutally honest about that. That was New York <laughs> with some Chinese characters. It Basically, was. it was not even Chinatown. They were like, we're not even going to take you to Chinatown. We're just going to take you to the, the pier and we'll put up a couple of characters in Mandarin. Absolutely. But speaking of Iron Fist, the other big news out of San Diego Comic-Con for the Defenders is Iron Fist Season 2 has now been confirmed. We will be getting a Season 2 of the show. Uh, very cool. Also confirmed is that Misty Knight is joining the cast from her time over on, uh, over on Luke Cage. What makes it really interesting is that Misty Knight and Colleen Wing form the Daughters of the Dragons. Absolutely. Which means we will hopefully get some scenes with those two characters back-to-back fighting uh, against their opponents in, in Iron Fist Season 2. Absolutely. And I wonder if Simone will have her Iron Fist herself. Um, you never know. Will she lose it in The Defenders? Mm. Do, 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 do. Or and Luke Cage Season 2, who, mm-hmm. which presumably will air before Iron Fist. It's in, it's one of the, the two. Yeah, it's filming at the moment. With the, and also quite interesting about the Iron Fist season two is that it is getting a brand new showrunner as well. Mm-hmm. That's um, so true. it will be interesting to see the the new showrunners take on both the actual previous seasons so or what they will carry over storylines wise, and actually the the pacing he may bring to the the series. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It'll be interesting to see his take. Uh, like, we've already had a change of showrunner for Daredevil between um, season one and season two. That's right. Um, and so, okay, it's not unheard of. And it'll be interesting. You know, Scott Book um, delivered, I suppose, overall, whilst I actually, in the end, really got into it. He did deliver, I suppose, maybe a mixed bag, which would be the consensus. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know... So it'll be really interesting to see what Raven Metzner does with with Iron Fist. Yeah, it'll be really yeah. interesting. Yeah, he's done uh, done a couple of other shows, things like uh, Sleepy Hollow. He's been involved in before. Interestingly, Chris, for you particularly, uh, he was the original writer on the first Daredevil sequel, which kind of killed the franchise in the nineties. The Electra movie. I know. We may be doing a retrospective, which means we may be making you watch Electra the movie. Oh, that again. That again. It's coming. Some of these retrospectives we've been doing are both beautifully beautifully dangerous to my fragile memories of the past. <laughs> some some have some of my memories have been shattered with realistic expectations now. I've actually grown up and looked at some of these films going, "Ooh, I didn't I don't remember that being that bad and need I say any more about a dancing Spider-Man Toby McGuire. <laughs> but uh, guys, actually speaking of in Spider-Man, we did always get a lovely cameo from someone mm. and we have had our cameo finally for the Defenders uh, in the uh, Netflix 
MCU. Stan the Man has finally come in and we saw him beautifully voice over a trailer released just before SDCC. Yeah, this was quite interesting. This was actually the one I thought we were going to be talking about on this podcast. I thought we actually weren't going to get another trailer because they put this package together with Stan Lee introducing effectively all of the Defenders that we've seen so far. Uh, It's quite cool just seeing him riding around a taxi in New York, the city where all these characters are based. Uh, loads of little uh, touch points across the city, things like the uh, the press conference that, that uh, Danny Rand has in Iron Fist up on the screen as he drives past. There was the um, there's a, a Stark Enterprises uh, billboard that's up there with uh, Captain America's shield on it, saying that we're here to save the future, which is quite cool. Again, after the events of Civil War, nice little touches there, bringing the universes together and having Stanley actually do his first live action cameo with the Defenders. Definitely, and also some really nice little intercutting from um, this uh, cameo that Stanley does with some of the footage from uh, some of the other. Uh, defender shows so mm-hmm. in particular the one where luke cage protects misty knight by uh crumpling the the bonnet of a car that has come down the alleyway after the two of them as they're escaping sorry uh night nurse um mm-hmm. claire temple. temple yeah and you see that car going down the alleyway as stan lee is kind of driving uh, on the main road um past that alleyway as yeah. as the four-wheeler shoots off to go and run the two down it's little cool. does the driver know that um his gorgeous looking four-wheel drive is about to get absolutely broken destroyed yeah right. But it's quite cool. Do you think this is the only cameo we're going to get? This this live action cameo that we get in the trailer. Do you think, or do you think now that they have Stan doing that, that we may see a proper cameo within the Defender series? Because we exactly. talked about it a lot that we were hoping that he was going to put on the police outfit and and be the live action ver- version of the posters that we've seen all the way through the Defenders uh, of Stanley the cop. So, exactly what? So this is a tough one. I think basically what we, we've all discussed since Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and we got that cameo and shows that he is in theory in the MCU some form of watcher or watcher <laughs> employee and talks about going in the events of Civil War and being a FedEx delivery man. I th- didn't think we were going ever going to get this, this cameo within mm-hmm. the Netflix. But since they filmed him riding in a car... I think it's very probable that they just had to do another... He's getting old, and let's be honest, like he, this is why they originally filmed quite a lot of other cameos uh, for the bank of going forward MCU films. Mm. So I'd say what this looks like is potentially they just got... They may have filmed them very quickly again, uh, just maybe stepping out of the car, and that's what we'll get in The Defenders. He'll be, rather than the police officer, he'll be a background character just stepping out of a car or something like that he will probably be in a car scene of some kind we'll get a couple of quick lines and that's it i don't think we will get a large guardians of galaxy volume 2 level uh, cameo but i think what we'll get is just like background stepping out of car because they would have filmed it all in one hopefully yeah i'm hope i'm hoping we'll get to see him in the in the show proper but that's all the other defenders related news Coming out of San Diego, Diego. yeah. Yeah. Um, So with that, I think it is on to the Defenders trailer that we got. Yeah. So, 
plenty of fighting <laughs> is going to come our way. Uh, there looked to be a, a good bit of action uh, in this trailer, definitely, with um, Corridor, another Corridor fight, just to tie up all those, uh, that little bit of through, through line of Corridor fighting. Uh, maybe that will take over from UFC. It'll be <laughs> Corridor fighting. Yeah. Where we see, and I think we had seen bits of that previously as well in little teasers beforehand. This is the big one, really. Is this is what this is what everybody's now looking forward to in a defender show that comes out. You have to have a corridor fight. You have to have the character fighting people down the corridor. Uh, in Iron Fist, we had them going into the lift, taking a fight downstairs, going out to another corridor. Um, you know, it's it's been ratcheting up this time, having each of the characters fight off the back of each other and fight around each other with this group of what I'm guessing is the hand. This looks like the building where um, Sigourney Weaver's character works. Uh, Alexandra, this is this looks like the, just after the boardroom meeting uh, where they're fighting their way out of the building or possibly fighting their way towards the boardroom. So uh, one or the other. It looks like the same building. Now, I think that's Rand Enterprises. That's the two floors on Rand Enterprises that we were previously told about and was discovered in Iron Fist Season 1. Yeah, it was the 13th floor, wasn't it? Yes. Um, yeah, they definitely installed more lights since uh, since Iron Fist on that floor. Everything definitely. looks like it's got loads of white lights behind it. And it's, in- it's interesting we talk about the boardroom, new boardroom, because, you know, up to this point, we've had Gao. Mm-hmm. And Gao was on that boardroom. I didn't see Gao around the table, yet we do see Gao facing off uh, with... Well, not necessarily facing off, that's probably the wrong word, but at least with Alexandra. There was, of course, as well, that other little um, little snippet we got from San Diego as well, which had the two of them on a park bench in, in New York discussing that. Um, and if I'm honest for a moment, I'm really excited by this because I think it's really intriguing what relationship Gao has with the hands you know whether she's this faction because she was fighting against Bakuto and now if Alexandra is the big head honcho Mm -hmm. at least in New York you know is she displeased with Gao is Gao working for or against um you know this new board of of the hand and because we definitely see Bakuto in the trailer and as well the other thing that you pointed out to me in the trailer just before we came on air was there is a absolute flash blink and you'll miss it of Gao facing off against Danny Rand. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You see, With you the iron fist glowing away. It's in the big big fight sequence. It looks like Gao is leading her army versus the defenders and um, you see the fully uh, the fully powered, chi uh, powered uh, fist of uh, of Iron Fist of Danny Rand uh, aimed full force at Gao, so um, so that fight is definitely happening. The one that that didn't eventually happen in uh, in Iron Fist, the one that he was kind of talked out of a few times, I yeah. suppose. That's definitely yeah. happening in the Defenders, which is quite cool. Can I make a hypothesis very oh. quickly? Oh please! My guess is now we know that there was there is fractions of the hand. So it is my guess that Scorny Weaver is a separate finger of the hand. Okay. Um, uh, she, or, so we had Bakuto. She, he was one. He got knocked down. So mm-hmm. most likely this, well, knocked down a peg. Potentially he either reported into Scorny Weaver or Scorny Weaver was is a, another complete separate piece. Because the season is 
uh, eight episodes, I believe, in the first four, it's going to be the Defenders are brought together against Gao, uh, with Sigourney Weaver in the background pulling strings, etc. And then in the final four, second half of the series, we will get, it will be all Defenders against Sigourney Weaver, who we find out has been probably pulling the strings or is a lot worse of a threat or a, a larger threat to New York City than Gap. Absolutely. Or to the world. Um, or to the world. There's an interesting moment there in the in the trailer where we see that she's now mentoring the returned to life Electra. Uh, we kind of knew this had happened when Electra had come back from the dead. This is obviously confirmation in this trailer. Uh, but she looks like she's mentoring Electra, and one of her lines to her is, in the end, New York is just a city, and you'll get used to watching them fall. So yes. it feels like Sigourney Weaver's character is definitely focused on taking down many cities around the world using the power of Electra, using the power of... And I uh, was wondering if that was a reference back to uh, Kun Lun having uh, gone... Uh, tissy bye bye um, <laughs> at the end of Iron Fist. Possibly, yeah, possibly. Yeah, you know, so it's not just real life cities, and it may be, I want, you know, Kun, it's Kun also very real. No, it's also <laughs> mystical cities, but it, it may also tie into what I think you had been uh, postulating off uh, Derek, which. Take it on my points, John. No, I'm helping you introduce your point. So go uh, ahead, Derek, because, yes, I was about to steal it. You were, weren't you? Uh, because it's it's based on Doctor Strange, which is John's favourite film. So um, there's an interesting part here. So in Doctor Strange, the um, the Sorcerer Supreme have set up their um, their central headquarters at points of, um, points of mysticism or magic around the world. Um, one of those points is in New York, is around where Doctor Strange has his Sanctum Sanctorum. Uh, is it possible that the reason why the Hand are going after New York specifically is because it's an area of very great power? Is their next target going to be London and the target after that going to be in uh, in Korea? No? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Singapore? Uh, no, it's Hong Kong. Thank you. Hong Kong. It was yeah. in Hong Kong. Um, and it would tie in with, as you say, uh, Alexandra's little chit chat to Electra saying you know you'll get used to watching them fall with regards to cities mm -hmm. yeah and I like that idea because I think it um it still gives me hope that we will get Bleecker Street as a base for the defenders or a rest house for the defenders in some form mm. obviously Bleecker Street being the uh, home of the Sorcerer Supreme Doctor Strange um because and even with this, I am still now kind of without hope for this <laughs> showing up in in the Defenders. I suppose, you know, the fact that there was a nice little time with the Stan Lee trailer, again, gives me a little bit more hope. But I'm kind of thinking, no, nah, they're not going to do it. Um, which is a shame mm. for me. <laughs> it is, it is. Uh, probably no one else, but hey, sure, look. There I'd love go. to see it too. <laughs> so, guys, very quick one. Do we think that... Uh, obviously Electra now I say obviously for for people who are just joining us um, for the Defenders um, we hope that you have gone back or you will go back and listen to our reviews of the previous seasons of Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones and Iron Fist um, but in Daredevil season 2 we saw that what had been teased as what we thought potentially an inhuman called Black Sky in Daredevil season one, turned out to be Electra. Yes, was yes. Black Sky a device or a weapon to be used by or against the Hand? 
um, to destroyer of worlds, etc. Yada yada yada. The the, the chosen one, if you will. <laughs> um, do we think that the because she's now being mentored by Alexandra uh, or Sigourney Weaver's character, do we think there is a she is not going to know who Matt Murdock is. She's not going to know who everyone is. She is completely blank. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Definitely, but there is that moment in the trailer where, and maybe it's just Matt or a Daredevil trying to get through to her, so maybe she will just kind of go, uh, and yes. like still be blank after it. But there is the idea that he's going to try to get through to her, yeah. at least. Exactly. So I am putting a bet on the table right now. We will get that scene where Matt is crying, stroking her face, going, remember, Electra, remember, Electra, not just remember who you are. That's too specific and too terrible to actually happen. So I'll take that bet, Chris. How much am I getting? How much am I winning for that? You are winning a beautiful hug from myself. Okay, cool. Uh, There is definitely going to be the scene where they will try to restore Electra to her former self, and hopefully by the end of the season, she will be restored. Yeah, there will be some redemption for her from her kind of zombie state. But like as well, with that, I really like the voiceover of Alexandra where she goes, you you, you formed a bond here, how um, you know, however, this won't last. And I'm really interested to see how this bond between the four defenders will get picked apart ultimately by mm-hmm. Alexandra and their hand um, and all her minions because um you know that idea of Electra and Daredevil is 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 a nice way because we see Jessica Jones stepping in to stop him from sort of moving towards us so you know immediately Electra potentially is is a source of friction because Daredevil is close to Mr. Ito's um, Natros, um, <laughs> you know, so I'm really interested to see how that gets picked apart, really. Yeah. Um, you oh, know, how Alexandra kind of comes in with her threat that, you know, it's temporary, this bond that you formed. And also to just see how they break apart and then probably and almost certainly come back together again. I hope they just do it, uh, you know, without cliche and tropes. Yeah, yeah. you know me and my and my love of tropes. Um, guys, let's ha- let's keep cracking through the trailer, guys. Um, yeah, so I, I want to talk about one thing. So uh-huh. we have this is what we've been waiting for. This is what this podcast was built for. All roads led not to Doctor Strange. All roads led to the Defenders. This is the culmination of the four series, the four characters coming together. And it doesn't look like they're going to be super friends, which I think is a lovely knock at uh, DC, by the way. <laughs> it is. Um, nice one, Luke Cage. Yeah, yes. good, good moment. <laughs> so this is, so we're, we're getting, like, from this trailer, we're getting a lot of the sense of the frictions, of the, the dynamic that we're going to get across these team members. For example, mm-hmm. as I said, Luke, he says he isn't looking for super friends. Uh, obviously, Matt makes it a bit of a joke out of it or Matt is being serious Luke's maybe making a joke um, uh, we have Jessica being the comic relief if you will of probably the team 
to a degree. I think, yeah, if you're maybe if you're not, or you, if you think Daredevil's too serious, she's the perfect relief to Daredevil's yes. character. He's he's the kind of he's kind of the growing up. He's been doing it longer than everybody else. He's he's the one that led all of the shows. Obviously, we have two full seasons of Daredevil, uh, yeah. so as a character, he has much more history and and kind of baggage coming to the table and for unf- this. Yeah, and unfortunately, he has Catholic demons rather than drink demons, Absolutely. and drink demons would tend to be funnier. <laughs> Possibly. Potentially. <laughs> Possibly. But I love how they deal with each other in just these couple of scenes. This is what I'm waiting for. You know, I want to see that, that kind of moment where, you know, Jessica finally discovers Matt's powers where he's able to smell what type of food is being delivered to the, to the, oh, to the I table. Love that. And the reaction from Jessica is just, you are so weird. Um, you know, yeah, and, and the royal dragon is, is back as well. Nice little reference and return of the royal dragon the chinese restaurant in iron fist that's right yeah, yeah. as well and um, where they seem to get confronted by alexandra and her hordes as well mm-hmm. yes um so yeah big battles going down and there yeah actually it's not just jessica jones that's given out to to matt i mean luke cage does as well you know like i'm not i'm not hugging you uh-huh. um <laughs> like it only seems to be iron fist that isn't shown doing any of that and in fact helps him up <laughs> he's probably yeah. the only helpful one towards daredevil in this but uh, i think what we kind of see with the scenes with um with danny is that he seems to be trying to encourage everybody to work together which which would be kind of true to character for yes for Iron Fist, wouldn't it? absolutely um and and certainly even he gets a bit like with the when he's talking about his chi and he goes it's chi and jessica's like no it's not so i mean <laughs> it's kind of yeah it, it's probably the idea that and like you say jessica is like these guys are taking themselves way too seriously dress in jeans a leather jacket and jump or fly whatever you want to do um and just enjoy life uh-huh yeah i i, I really think what we're going to have is this is a team that does not want to form um, and we have the young, idealistic and kind of impressionable Danny who is still that teenager and goes, oh, we can do it as a team. We can be together. We can we can do this. And you have the, the, the sarcastic, sassy uh, Jessica. You have Luke who is fresh off the bus from prison uh-huh. who is not, probably doesn't want to play well with others right now based on his previous incarnation. Except he's just come back from, from some hot coffee with Claire Temple, I believe. Ooh, yes. Um, I think he, I think he may want to play true. well with one person. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then we have Matt who just has been doing it alone, as you said, for years. So I think what we're going to have is Danny is trying to force this situation and he's like trying to pull them together. I do not think he'll become the de facto leader. I, I, I don't see it. I see no. him being the... The, the driving force, but then I do feel once Matt, Matt turns and start to understand the, the net, this how this group is necessary, we will see the, the Matt Murdock lawyer kind of take charge and pull it together. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, definitely. I mean, in this trailer as well, we didn't really kind of see too much in the way of interaction between Danny and Luke, for example. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's, I think that has to be held back, really, doesn't it? For, it does. For that's the one that we're really looking forward to see because, obviously, in the comic books, and we've talked about it many times on the podcast, these two are our best friends. They've worked together for many, many years in the comic books. So they have a lot of history together as characters. So I think you're definitely holding that one back. 
for the audience to to get to August eighteenth. And and there was, but there was more of the hint of that in the the earlier trailer for mm-hmm. for Defenders. Yeah. Now we we've mentioned the, the the good guys. We've mentioned the bad guys. We've mentioned have not mentioned the grey area guy. Mm. Um, old uh, stick himself, stick and stone. Or, well, actually, sorry, just stick. Will just we stick. get stone? Uh, will we get other members of the the cast? Um, so it's interesting. But so we've heard Stick's voiceover um, in this trailer. We've seen, we've saw very briefly him in this trailer. Mm-hmm. What are you guys thinking? Like, how how is this going to play along? It al- it almost feels like Danny fails in his attempt to encourage the group together, and then it just takes Stick to just go, just do it, will you? You know, in in <laughs> oh, in the way Stick can do with everybody, you know. Yeah. Um, so Danny is obviously we've seen. Stick work really tough on mass, really tough with Electra. How are they going? How are the reactions going to be from the rest of the group? I can't really imagine Jessica taking much direction from uh, from Stick or Luke, but for that matter. No. So, um, so I'm going to really, really enjoy that dynamic between everybody and Stick. My big question really is: someone's going to die. This is the big connection between all of the characters together. Someone's going to die. Is it going to be Stick? Well, there is that moment where him and he seems to be speaking with Alexandra mm. um, about how, you know, really you think you've got the upper hand, but, well, yeah, no pun intended, of course. <laughs> um, you think you've got the upper hand, but, um, you know, we'll still carry on the fight kind of thing. Yeah. And I reckon, yeah, he's probably not going to stick around too long Way. after that. Well done. I was waiting for that one. But... Guys, I actually, I'm going to disagree. And I don't mean this in a bad way, right? I have a different theory. In this trailer, we hear Danny saying that they're hunting down their friends and family. Mm-hmm. So this is great. We knew this was happening. We're going to get the, the Foggies, the Karens, the Trish, all coming together with some form of cameo. Not cameo, probably. Bit part probably is, again, too small of a word. But they'll have some occurrence in this. But Claire Temple is the connecting ribbon across all these shows. Her getting kidnapped, her getting her life threatened by the hand. Mm -hmm. There you have the connection. There you have what drives them to go after the hand to get Claire back. That is the single point that will hurt all of them. And if you have the death of Claire Temple, that then becomes the the reason for the formation of the the, the defenders going forward. That I, the the vengeance. I think I mentioned this in our in our coverage of uh, previously when we were talking about some of the other episodes. I don't want Claire dead. I don't want it. I don't want it to be her. Her being killed drives them because they're heroes. You know, I'd, I'd love them to go and save Claire and then. They've now banded together to stop the hand from taking over New York. It's not a simple case of they killed my mate, let's go and kill them. This should be a much bigger story, not just they murdered a friend. It's they're about to kill all of New York or take over all of New York. Let's go after them and take them. But um, do you think there will be someone like it? it yeah, it, it's more that if Claire died, it would be to hit home how serious it is. Maybe, but that ultimately, yeah, I, I get, I absolutely. I I kind of get what both you're saying, but yeah, it, it if it's simply about Claire, then it becomes almost like vengeance, and that's the thing that ties them together. But they are protecting New York. But if someone is to die, is that it, it? 
it sort of really presses home um, the seriousness of the threat of the hand. So it, I, it's not going to be Foggy or Karen. It's, no. I don't think it's, it'll be Trish. I, no. Yeah, I don't think it'll be Claire Temple either. But, so, we know how Netflix do their cliffhangers. <laughs> we know that they, they will leave someone bleeding out. We also know that a certain Danny Rand has a healing chi hand. Mm-hmm. I foresee that what we will get is Claire Temple lying in a pool of her own blood, dying, <laughs> bleeding out wow. at the end of an episode. And then at the beginning of the next, you have Danny working, trying to pull her back to life, and he gets her back to life. Right. So therefore, she dies, you get Ooh. the vengeance, but you also get the, hey, we work together as a team, join our chi, we can we can help save the world and right. that's the joy. So see, I, I think Danny, uh, yeah, I think Danny can cure. I don't think he can bring somebody back from the dead. I think that's reserved for the hand and their, and their special machine or their special sarcophagus. I actually, all I thought that was going to happen with Claire is that she gets kidnapped from Luke when the two of them are alone. That makes Luke go after, uh, go to um, Jessica potentially for help finding her. Jessica is already in dealings with Mass to get her out of the trouble that we know she's in from the previous trailer. Uh, so they're already in a connection and then Danny comes in to try and form the group together to go after the hand. I think that Claire is just going to be the impetus for them all to find each other because uh, she knows them all. So yeah. I think that's just going to be the start of it and I think yeah, she'll get herself out of the situation. She's very good at that. She's very good at getting away from the really dangerous situation or running towards it a bit if necessary. Um, there's one other character that we haven't really talked about, which was a major character in Iron Fist and is featured in the trailer here. Uh, and very important if you haven't watched Iron Fist, because a lot of people actually skipped that series because they were weirdly told it wasn't very good. It was a great series, well worth watching. If you haven't watched it, go see it. Uh, but the, that big character is Colleen Wing, and she gets her moment versus Bakuto, her former master. Yes, Bakuto actually shows up a few times in in, in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Like I think at the moment where um, there's the voiceover talking about hunting friends and family, there's Bakuto and Colleen there. Um, he's also with Alexandra as they watch Electra finish off, uh, or should I say, kill a load of I think hands operatives or right, combatants. Okay. Sort of, you know, she she's there in the middle yeah. with the circle of dead. People who were there for presumably told you're coming into a training exercise, and cool. um, it's a bit like stormtroopers, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, and next thing, um, there's uh, a few orphans left uh, mm-hmm. in the world. Um, but uh, so you see Bakuto there, and yet definitely um, Colleen Wing will be good here because if Misty Knight's in Defenders as well, maybe this is where the the hub. Or, or the nub, I should say, of Daughters of the Dragon starts to kind of maybe get uh, a, a little a little Easter egg or something. Potentially, yeah, potentially. I was really yeah. intrigued because the last time we saw Pakudo, he was lying dead on the ground, and then he had disappeared when uh, when everybody turned round. He had disappeared. So, um, so the feeling that we had watching Iron Fist was that he was taken away, and then uh, he was given the same treatment that. Electra was to bring him back to life is what I think we thought at the time. So. But potentially, it's either going to be that or he was not dead. He, yeah. he kind of st- did the usual staggered, pulled himself up, pulled the blade out and did a, a wander through kind of yeah. <laughs> through the park in the rain. 
think we'd said there wasn't probably enough time in that quick scene for that to have happened. But so you'd probably have to have at least a member of the hand to pick him up and carry him. Yeah, but, <laughs> but he's yeah, a ninja. I think, he I, I think he's the next. He's the next member of this team that's been brought back to life. We had Nobu, we had Electra, and now we have uh, now we have Bakuso as another member of the team. That's my my feeling. And will we get a fourth? That then brings it to oh no, we won't because we have Gao. Gao mm-hmm. is the fourth then. Gao's the one. So then everyone has so, everyone pretty much has someone mm-hmm. to fight. Because it's always going to be four now. Four against four. That's the way we're going to get it. Yeah. And then, of course, just quickly, do we see Scythe back in this trailer as well? In the in the Royal Dragon Chinese restaurant where um, there is a villain that comes in uh, to the restaurant to break up the, uh, the post-boardroom smackdown and celebratory shrimp and pork meal um <laughs> that yeah we see him come in and it's kind of he's hidden in, just, in in the darkness but i just wondered whether that was size i just couldn't get my paws working right to work out whether it was the same actor or whether it was uh, whether it was a, a different character i just couldn't catch it right but it'd be really interesting if they bring back um one of the one of these big challengers to to danny rand uh, from iron fist as another villain in the series would be quite cool. It's going to be tough. Like, we see that scene of them fighting in what we assume is underground. Um, in, in that scene, we see Luke smash a guy into uh, a pillar. Oh, yeah, into yeah. The wa- into the ceiling, for example. So I, I just want to make sure, obviously, we are going to have... This is ninjas. We know we are having the evil hand ninjas or we could call them the foot soldiers mm-hmm. but I don't want to make a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles kind of reference too early but I just did anyway <laughs> um, so I just want to make sure that we do get some so hope so, so some street level again so my one let's not call it concern let's call it I, I just I, don't, I, I just want to <laughs> but it is <laughs> but it is a concern I don't want to call it a concern but let's not put a label on it um other than a concern. The, the label, I don't want to use the label concern, but my concern is... Uh, <laughs> the, is is this going to be just all ninjas? I was ho- I'm was i hoping that we also get some of the the, the drug gangs that Daredevil has faced so that from the, the Steel Serpent cocaine piece. That we get some of the thugs that Luke Cage has fought in his series... That Jessica, okay, well, we, Jessica probably more of the the special operations, uh, secret service. We never quite figured out the government agency. Like, I'm hoping they drag some of those people in as well because there's definitely a quick cut of um of a van loaded full of mercenaries. Um, oh yes, guns, getting weapons. Ready, Is that so. Turk in the back of that van? I again, I just don't know. I can't, I can't pause it quickly enough to catch. Could be Turk. Catch it. Could maybe Turk. It could, yeah. Uh, just not sure about it. Um, yeah. Hoping, hoping Rob Morgan does get back on uh, Defenders uh, for uh, who we've seen all the way throughout um, Daredevil seasons, and he was in Luke Cage as well. We'd hope to see him back on the show. Uh, he is always a really good presence on the show, but I'm not sure if it was him. But yeah, I know what you mean, Chris. I, I feel like we've got eight episodes here. We're going to have a little bit of a little bit of everything in there. Um, Wilson Fisk, maybe, possibly. Looking so, out across from possibly at Rikers the moment, Island. At the uh, moment, Vincent D'Onofrio is doing exactly the same thing that he did before Daredevil Season 2, which is, I am absolutely, unequivocally not possible that I could have been on that. I was filming a different film 
when this show was going on. He's doing exactly the same thing at the moment. So, uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> so that's a yes then. <laughs> yeah. Will Diamondback come in to it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Mariah, maybe. Maybe. I, um, I have a feel. I have a feeling we're the going to save a lot of those characters for their own individual I think shows. So. One question I did have from. From the trailer, and it's stupid to ask questions from a trailer because we're going to find out when the episodes come out on the 18th of August. But one question I did have, there is a moment where Danny and Colleen are standing side by side below a what looks like a big skyscraper and a big explosion happening and them diving backwards. I'm wondering if that's Rand Enterprises exploding. Yep. Will that's it be the end thought. of the big yeah. Rand Enterprises building from Iron Fist? It feels like because that's the most recent show, that's probably going to be the kickoff point as well. We're going to probably follow those characters most most easily from the previous show and then we'll see Luke coming out of prison afterwards so it'll be interesting to see now that Danny seems to be on good footing in terms of the business life the other stuff not really but in terms of the business life he seems to be on good footing it would be nice to see that being taken away as the start of of why he wants to go out and take revenge or or attack the hand in New York yeah I very much think this is this. I think we get the boardroom scene They Danny has been travelling with Colleen he comes back they you go they go to the floor 13 they see that there they have to fight they all run out the explosion happens or the explosion i think that i think the cut of colleen and danny is walking into the building then you have to fight then you have the, the explosion then you have the guys going to the chinese uh, restaurant i think that's the the overall because you're like they need to as you said they need to cut the Rand Enterprises piece mm-hmm. and the the explosion will happen basically decimating the, the level 13, floor 13. I think, yeah, that'll probably happen, but maybe not immediately after the boardroom. Right. Because it, it seems, unless... I know what you mean. Yeah. Unless the yeah. dragon, chi- the, the Royal Dragon Chinese is at a different time, maybe, you know, because it is cut and sliced up, so we don't quite know what order it might all come in. Yes. Oh, absolutely, um, yeah, yeah. This, but, could be uh, from, this could be from the final episode. That's how, that's how they killed them all. But and, the one uh, Danny thing and, Danny and Colleen are just surprised that somebody planted a bomb in the <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, And it was strange for him to then go off for a, a Chinese meal. Be, yeah, um, yeah. But w- the one thing as well that hit me uh, by seeing Madame Gao, and obviously I'm a big fan of... Uh, Madame Gao mm-hmm. is that she is kind of okay. I know she wasn't in Luke Cage and I know she wasn't in Jessica Jones, but in Daredevil season one and two and in Iron Fist, she does make reference to to these characters. And then she's obviously then in Defenders that she is the anti Claire Temple yeah. um, through yeah. thread for for the Hand in yeah. many respects uh, for the because Jessica doesn't really face off after the hand and neither does uh luke cage so uh you can understand her absence uh from those shows but ultimately now with her in the defenders i thought it was really great seeing those two actors playing alexandra and madame gao um on the bench you know they madame gao means an awful lot through 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 the defenders series and obviously um with alexandra played by sigourney weaver Obviously, like Alien, etc., etc., etc. Enough said. And um, so, I really think Madame Gao is kind of like the evil Claire Temple. Mm. Do you think her her full name is Madame Gao Temple? Yeah. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. That's overall. I think everything from the Defenders trailer we could put out and jam packed. Yeah. Uh, but there is obviously that lovely tag scene at the end of the trailer with uh, with just Matt, just Luke. 
on a train with Jessica Jones as she opens up a beer after her her bad week. Uh, I love that moment because it almost feels like Jessica Jones from her really adult TV show has landed alongside kind of sensitive um, Matt, who's, you know, guided by the church and has to go every weekend. And, you know, Luke Cage is just out of prison where he wouldn't have been able to crack open a beer any day he wanted to. Um, so I really like that real juxtaposition between the three characters. It's a funny little moment, but it just shows you the difference between or what you can do when you have these three characters. Uh, yeah. And I thought it was Danny who was fast asleep lying across the, the seats on the other side of the I train. I think so. It looked a bit but more homeless than yeah, Danny. But then I, again, he's, he does have a homeless look about him when he arrives back in New York last time. So maybe again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Shaggy Danny. Yeah, the only other thing that just I did notice is Luke Cage definitely loves those hoodies because he does go in and out of the of of the bullet hole version and the non bullet hole version, the pristine version. So it isn't just the one from the end of uh, the end of Luke Cage that he's just picked up in prison and put back on. He does have he, he is wearing one that has no bullet holes in it. So uh, so he obviously has got a line of clothing. I think he gets shot quite a lot in this. I think, I think <laughs> I'm just is. like he is the bullet sponge. True. <laughs> Anything else overall on the trailer, guys? No, I'm from my side. I'm just now. I, I kind of want to go into lockdown. And uh, we are T minus less than a month. And uh, we are. It is close. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know some uh, the the early embargo large site reviews have kind of put theirs up and uh, are have their for first look. Um, and I'm kind of like I'm kind of keeping my head down I don't want to be influenced in any way um, I know what we'll probably get is a kind of TV spot trailer like 10 second kind of intros uh, from some of the social media aspects maybe on the days leading up probably me just releasing them on our Facebook group Chris to be honest <laughs> yes exactly I'm usually the one that annoys everybody with the trailers. So. <laughs> um, but if you want to be annoyed by our trailers, you can come and join us over on facebook.com slash groups slash Defenders TV podcast, where I'll be posting all of the stuff that Chris isn't allowed to watch. Yeah, it's a good segue just to kind of there, because it's not just what we can't watch. It's also what I can't see in terms of photos. We'll probably get some bios. I'm, I'm assuming that this is this is what everything from Marvel Netflix has been leading up to. This is what they they will spam us with. But I'm going on lockdown, people. (laughs) Definitely. And, of course, you can join us on Twitter as well, at DefendersCast. Uh, And, of course, you can join us on the podcast by uh, going to DefendersTVPodcast.com forward slash iTunes uh, and getting Defenders TV Podcast there on Apple Podcasts or just search Defenders TV Podcast with any other uh, good or evil podcast catcher <laughs> just search defenders tv podcast please subscribe uh, and please if you want to uh, you're more than welcome to leave a review as well and finally just a reminder the way we cover the podcast is one episode at a time one episode one podcast review so uh, you'll be getting your first podcast about the defenders on the 18th of august uh, watch the first episode come join us for that for that and let us know your thoughts as you go through the series uh, we won't be spoiling ourselves by watching ahead we'll just be watching the episodes and recording so uh, that means you can jump in whatever way way you're watching it uh, as as uh, as the episodes are airing on the, on Netflix on the same day. You have your choice about how you watch them, so we want to give you your choice of how you listen to the podcast as well. So uh, so we we do each episode individually. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, as, as John mentioned. Yeah, and as we've done for the previous series, uh, on our Facebook group, we will set up 
spoiler fills posts which we will allow spoilers to occur in the comments uh, underneath that particular post. Mm -hmm. So it allows everyone who's watched ahead to talk and wax absolutely lyrical about all the good stuff that's happened uh, in each episode. Uh, and those who are maybe going along uh, at their own pace aren't spoiled by some of the big events that may occur in The Defenders. Mm -hmm. What's next up, Chris? Next, of course, we're, what we're going to do is a quick recap. So we're going to do some quick episodes uh, where we recap each of the uh, characters and where they, what has led them to this point. So we will do Daredevil Season 1 and 2. We'll do a quick one on Jessica. We'll do a quick one on Luke. And wrapping it up with uh, what had happened in our previous Iron Fist series. But of course, if you are even interested in going to the movies at the moment, we recently released our spider-man homecoming review and i do hope that you go have a listen because you will find out some very interesting if not surprising news about how much i loved it <laughs> it was a great podcast i really enjoyed recording that one too yes yes mm -hmm. if we have half as much fun throughout the uh, throughout the eight episodes of defenders i'll, I'll consider that a mission accomplished really yes absolutely we will be back for our defenders 101 um I'm off to go and chug a tinny. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Me too. Thanks for joining us, fellow defenders. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Thank you, as always, for, for listening. And, of course, we will speak with you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>